Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 on KATX and KWBY, as Angela Robinson joins Terry Slavens to share important financial information to help you live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, estate and tax planning, and much more, all covered now on Life Planning Planning 101. Very pleasant. Good morning. Welcome in to Life Planning 101 on this day after Christmas. Uh, have a good Christmas, Angela. Yes, very good Christmas. And of course, it's just Christmas. It's, it's what the season's all about. It's what it's, it's about, all about. Yes, it's the gift, the greatest gift we all get, right? That's we should right. all have joys in our hearts. So That's right. Um, and, you know, of course, I think everybody's always drained the day after Christmas. And I'll never forget my grandfather's favorite line. He would always say, the prettiest lights of Christmas are the taillights leaving your driveway. <laughs> so, Glad to see him come. Glad to see him go. That's right. And I bet there's a lot of people feeling that way about right now. Absolutely. That's, uh, and with a being on a Monday, uh, you probably had extended house guests for the weekend. So. Yes, yes, absolutely. You know that's what happened for that's everybody. Right. So, so, But uh, we do have a great topic lined up today. I had a struggle. I thought, what can you talk about the day after Christmas? Because it's not quite New Year's yet. Nobody's right. focused in that direction. And I don't want to go taxes because we've just been hearing taxes all month. And I'll save that for two weeks down the road. But the good news is it did pass. It, the good news is it did pass through back and forth, back and forth. But it did. <laughs> past. But, you know, what I did think about was we've all spent time with family and there's been something ringing in my ear this month. I have heard several stories um, and I don't know if it's just a coincidence or if it's really just holding true to the statistics that are out there. But so many people are conflicted with having to support their adult children financially and how to handle that. And I got four stories this month that I want to share with you. Wow. This month in December, uh, the first started with a, a lady that came and told me, you know, they're supporting their 30-something-year-old because he's out of a job, out of work. And he's got a degree and he's able to do, you know, basically high-end level of work, but he won't go work at McDonald's. He won't go do anything else until he finds a job. He just feels too proud to do that. And they're beginning to feel the repercussions of this because they're stressed out. They're probably they're, they're wondering, am I going to be able to retire? Dad had a stroke about um, a year ago, and he's thinking, I don't know how much longer I can be retired. And they've been supporting their son for about six months who has his own family. Wow. Yes. And so, you know, that's a hard one to overcome, right? You know, and also I've always been of the adage that it's easier to find a job when you have a job. That's right. Because and then when you're out of work, you know, what happens? The pressure is so much higher. So anyway. Yes, yes. So, you know, so there's story number one. Okay. And the next story came from an adult child that was mad at his mom. Reason he's mad at his mom is the other brother is living in the home with the mom and just draining her financially. And he said, you know, not only am I just worried about her livelihood, I can't even go visit her anymore because I just end up getting mad and, and I can't be around it. And I thought, I mean, that just broke my heart to hear it. You know, here's a child that loves his mom dearly, but what's going on with his brother is breaking the relationship that he has with his own mother. And, you know, that's sad. Then another woman I was talking to, and this was just out of the blue. Like I was just, I was at a, a program for Seeley and I just started talking to this lady and she just broke down in tears. 
I really don't even know how she knew me. Maybe she listens to the, the show. <laughs> so if you are listening to the show, but you know, she said, she just asked, how do you say no after you've been saying yes so long? And she was really just on her last leg. Here it is the Christmas season. She doesn't know if she's going to be able to hold up physically or financially because not only has she have a child that's just asking for money at every turn of the corner but she's the caregiver for her own mom okay and of course that's not just emotional that's physical as well and here they are in the holiday seasons and trying to wrap everything around it and she just broke it you know and it just it literally just it grabbed me so hard and, and pulled my attention and then to top all of it off okay we had a couple in the office that they came in and they asked for a special appointment and they both came in the first words out of their mouth was we're worried we're gonna die i said what <laughs> okay you're healthy what's going on here you know it's not like you're on your deathbed obviously you came in the office and they said no we've got two children that are in their 50s we're supporting both of them still financially and if we fall over dead and they inherit this money they're gonna blow it and then what are they gonna do yeah who's gonna support them then yes and we see that Time and time how how many times again? So four, four times this month. Has, you just have that look about you this month. Yes, it just, I mean, it just hit me. And, I, and, it is, and it's been emotional, I think, for me because we care about the people we work with dearly. And when you watch them struggle through this, I mean, they're, they're family to us. Right. And you watch them struggle through this. And, and it's an emotional thing because these are their children. It is not just someone asking for money that you can shove off. It's your children and much more. It's an adult child. It's not someone that you can spank and tell them to go to the room or, you know, <laughs> say, go get your piggy bank. And if you got enough money in there, then you can do it. If you don't, you don't. Right. And, you know, given all of that, I was looking back through a, a study I'd read earlier in the year. It's called Age Wave by Merrill Lynch. And this will blow your mind. Adults that have children over the age of 21, two-thirds of them are supporting their children financially. Two-thirds. Think about that. 67%. Yeah, nearly 7 out of 10. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. So I think we can call this a crisis. Absolutely. I agree. It's a problem. So... Obviously, this is the topic for the show. Tail lights are gone. You can sit down and talk about it with your you spouse, and your wife right? Can sit down yeah, and you can. Yeah, you can sit down and hash it out. And you know, being a parent is obviously tough, and that's what we're going to talk about today. So, I took the liberty over the last few weeks to do some research and to look up some uh, psychological pieces on this as well as what we already know from a financial perspective. And I want to share some of this with you today because I, and my hope is, I, my prayer is, is that people that share these same stories or share similar stories with their own families can walk away with a tool to be right. able to use to make things better. Because I, I truly believe that no matter how bad you wanted those taillights to leave, you still want good Christmases and Thanksgivings after you're gone. And this isn't just about you and that one child. What is this creating within the whole family? The dynamics change drastically. They do. So it's very important to consider it. So we've got a great show today. Um, Want to make sure we get to a break so we don't run out of time and we can hit everything. We'll be back with more Life Planning 101 right after this on KTX KWBY. 
And Life Planning 101 continues here on this day after Christmas. Angela, great topic. Great topic. You know, um, important topic. Help, yes. And, you know, we always think we're helping our children. I got to help my children out. I got to help my child out. That's what I always hear when someone says, I got to have money, right? Yeah. <laughs> I got to help my child out. But the truth is, are you helping him? Are you hurting them when you support them financially? So I want to back this train up and I want to go back to, um, you know, we talked about some stories, but I want to back this train up and I want to start when when you were young and kind of, you know, not necessarily you, Terry, but our listeners were young, right? But but the truth is I I was reading these, these cartoons because I thought I need I need some humor in here today. This is just this is just too drab of a subject, right? And um, there's this cute little cartoon of a, a guy that was in a hospital, and uh, the doctors are reading over the charts, and so they're reading them, and it says male 38 still living with parents. They asked us to keep him overnight so they can change the locks. So <laughs> <laughs> I thought, you know, that's that fits really true because being a parent is tough, right? Right. And that was the answer. So you didn't have to say anything. You just come home and the doors are locked and (laughs) says it all for you, right? Because actually verbally saying no is probably the hardest thing that you do with your kids, right? right? And your instinct is to love your children unconditionally. That's the way God made us and intended us to be with our children. You want to support them in whatever they need and protect them, right? Absolutely. Protect them in any way you can. You put them before you. That's also the the way God made us, right? But does helping them really help them sometimes? And if it's financial, it sure really doesn't help you. Absolutely. Right? So, you know, I want you to go back. Remember when you were young and remember when you were starting out. When you remember, put yourself in your kids' ages, okay? Uh, Whether they're in their 20s, whether they're 30s, their 40s, their 50s, wherever they're at, right? Do you remember struggling at times? Oh, man. Sometimes trying to figure out how to pay the next light bill or sometimes figuring out how, you know, you can eat what's left over in the house because you can't go grocery shopping. Living on baked potatoes because it's the only thing in the house to eat. That's exactly right. Do you remember having to make tough choices at any time in your life about what you could or couldn't afford or figuring out how to get out of debt? You know, if you had something that came up and you had to pay for and you didn't have money and you had to go into debt and then you had to figure out how to get out of it. And you did it on your own. So my question is, what kind of person did that make you? Did it break you? It makes you a better person. It makes you a better person, right? Did it teach you? Absolutely. Did it change you? You know, what kind of wisdom did you have from all of that? A lot. I always say I have a master's degree in hard knocks. <laughs> that's, that's exactly right, Terry. It's exactly right. You know, and I'm betting, you know, those experiences that you gained is just like you said, it's a master's is worth millions more dollars than the temporary pain or strain that you went through when you were going through that. And, you know, I think that's for everybody. So what's wrong with letting your children do the same? Nothing. Nothing. But right? unfortunately... We're not doing that. We're not and doing we're that. And we're creating a, a Crisis? society <laughs> yeah. that is expecting yes. everything. That's right. So, you know, what are you really giving them when you give them money? Or better question, what are you depriving your child of? You know, we always think about, well, I've got to help them. I just got to do it. Well, think of it in terms of this. How are you hurting your child? How are you depriving their future of gaining the skills that they're going to need to survive without you. How do they have those? How do they help their children? Right? 
Yeah. This is generational, and that's biblical. You know, if you go back and you look and you teach your child something, this lasts for generations to come. And it's very, very important, you know, that if these are values to you and things that are important to you, that you turn on that switch and start teaching those values. Let them face those challenges head on. Okay, let them understand the importance of budgeting or watching their pennies or, you know, having to settle for less or even nothing at times. Right. Let them have that same pride and that same wisdom that you felt when you struggled and you did it. No one did it for you. Right. Think about that. What are you depriving them of when you give them something? The opportunity to get that master's degree from our <laughs> yes, knocks. That is right. Right. And it's it's the best gift you can give them. It's called tough love, as we all yeah. know it. Isn't it? We always hear about it. Tough love. And you've actually told your kids that, I'm sure, at some point or another. But doing it and telling them it. Two different things. Two different things, right? So, you know, the question becomes, you know, who are they going to be dependent on the day that you die? What okay. happens then? Yeah, nobody's there to help them. Just like the couple that came in and said, we're worried we're going to die. They're not worried because of them. Why are they worried? They're worried because uh, the kids will go through what they've worked so hard for and still end up with nothing. That's right. So, you How know, many lottery winners yes. have done that? How many lottery? Exactly. You know, um, and there was a, another um, little cartoon I was looking through and I loved it. It said, I can't move in with my parents because they're moving in with my grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, this is what we're setting up right. in today's society. Laugh or not, but it is what we're setting up in today's society. Maybe not just because of support to help them. And I personally know people. We have families that the daughter lives with the mother. She may be giving care and support, but she has ulterior motives. Right. And there's a reason she's not the durable power of attorney or the executor or manages the money, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Okay, so, you know, it, it is a reality that I think all of us need to face. And, you know, we talk about our nation this year. Gosh, this year. Think about it. Think about how much stress has been there about what our nation is going through and how divided we are. Everybody says we are. Yeah. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't see it. I work with Democrats. I work with Republicans. I work with independents. I, I work with everybody. And you know what? Core values, it doesn't change from home to home. Those believers, they don't change. It doesn't matter. You know. But the thing is, the true thing of all of it is, is that it starts in your home. You can't change the world. And you sure can't change a nation if you don't change it in your own home. And Good it stuff. starts with just saying no, right? So when we come back, let's give you some tools to work with to start saying no. Stay tuned. Segment three coming up right after this break. Is financial advice confusing? We all have dreams, goals, or plans in mind. Maybe it is to retire, help our children or grandchildren, or to give back. The difficulty lies in figuring out how to get there, how to get on the same page as our spouse, and how to stay focused and not have too many mistakes along the way. Money doesn't have to be complicated, and it shouldn't be. Join us for Life Planning 101 on Mondays at 8.30 a.m. or Saturdays at 9 a.m. We don't give you confusing financial information. We offer you knowledge that only comes from experiences like those we have faced with the families we've worked with over the past three decades. You know the funny thing about money? Most people want one thing from it, to stop thinking about it. Let us help you make your finances simple today so you can begin to live life on purpose. 
final segment, Life Planning 101, right here on KTX KWY. Angela? So we're talking about your children and, you know, are you helping them? Are you hurting them when you support them financially? And, you know, you brought up something really important, too, in the break is that, you know, sometimes when we help our children, we're living vicariously through our children. We're wanting something better for them than we ever had it. But in reality... Is that good for them? Is that good for him? You know, and I always go back to that speaker I heard, you know, in Kansas City, and he was talking, he was a generational speaker, and he talks about uh, the entitlement that we see with um, some of the younger generation today. And he said, it all all lied in one moment, you know, when they walked out the door. And, um, you know, if you remember when you walked out the door as a senior in high school and you packed your bags, your parents handed them to you and said, good luck, son, you're on your own, (laughs) you know, and you told your kids, now, son, we're very proud of you. As long as you stay in school, we'll keep paying your bills. So now they became a career student, right? right? So, <laughs> so I mean, this is the transforming moment. And obviously, that's just one example. But I, I truly believe that we all want better for our kids than we had it. We all do. I desire that. We all do. So it's tough understanding wanting better for your kids and how to do do it. How how to actually make that happen and think about the end instead of just what you're doing in the moment, right? And and also don't forget about yourself, okay? In in this process. And I think this is really important. You know, think about if you know your kids need money, where are you going to be able to borrow money when you're retired if you run out? Probably not going to be able to. You can't, right? But did you borrow money to buy your first house? Did you borrow money to buy a car? Why is it not okay for your children to do these things? It should be. It should be, right? So, you know, your plan may be to work forever. Say, well, I don't care. I just want to support them in any way I can. But what if you can't? What if you can't work forever? What happens then? How are your kids going to support you? (laughs) Yeah, If you're supporting them and you can't work, now you really have a problem. I go back to that story of the son that's very upset with his mother. Imagine she runs out of money. The other brother's living with him. They go knock on the other brother's door, say, we need to come live with you. How's that going to go? Not good. Not good at all, right? And, you know, there was a, in that same study I talked about earlier, there was um, some money, actual um, figures, and the actual uh, single instance of support that's provided on average is $6,800. So what I want you to think about is if you did that for 10 years with your children, gave them $6,800 a year for 10 years, and instead you could have invested it at 8%, an account, right? Retirement account. It'd be a hundred thousand dollars. Wow. Who doesn't need that for retirement? Right? Absolutely. So, you know, I think, you know, the last person you tend to think about is yourself when it comes to your kids, but you're not only going to ruin their independence, like we talked about before the break, but what about ruining yours? Then what? Then you're financially dependent on them. You know, I had a couple in uh, last week and they said, our main objective is we don't want to be a burden on our children. We do not want to be a burden on our children. That is their main priority. And I know that's so many people's priority. But I'm sorry to tell you, but if you continue down the path of supporting your kids financially, you will end up being a burden on your kids and probably not on the kids that you supported, probably on the other kids. Right. And then what is that going to do for Christmases and Thanksgivings? They won't exist after you're gone. They won't exist. So, you know, follow us on Twitter. Let us know at KFS Life Planning, which is a better gift, wisdom or money? Think about it. Always wisdom. 
it's the end of the year. It's after Christmas. You've already shelled out a bunch of gifts. Start out the new year and think about how you can maybe change this. Give them tools. We have thousands. Contact us. We have app recommendations. We have articles, obviously, radio shows, um, interactive worksheets. We've got seminars online. We've got samples. Um, We have an online life planning tool we've been talking about over the last few months. Teach them how to budget. Teach them about debt. If you want to pay for something, and I'm not being biased here, okay, pay for them to have a session with your financial advisor. Right. Think about that. How much value could you give them? Are you giving them money or are you giving them wisdom? You know, a lot of people, and they think, well, they don't need a financial advisor at this stage of life. But how many of those folks that are your clients now wish that they would have started 10 years earlier? Yes, exactly. And I mean, even the people that work with us in our business, even myself included, it's hard to say, I need to save 20% of what I make. That's a a chunk, right? But if I wouldn't have started that, there's no way I would be able to start doing that, much less catch up <laughs> down the road, right? So it's important that you know, they, they work with someone to be able to help them get that in line. And that's either you or that's a third party that's non-biased that they don't fight with, right? Right. Over the situation. So, you know, call it tough love, whatever you want to call it. It it isn't easy to say no. And I know that. It's never gonna be easy. But I want you to think about what the consequences are of not saying no. So I, I pray for each and every one of our listeners, each and every one of the families we work with. I know this is tough. And I, I mean, my, I tear up thinking about the stories and the things that we go through. God bless you guys. I hope you're able to make good decisions with your, your Christmases and, and Thanksgivings and your families. And know that we're here. We are here to be able to help you. And you aren't alone in this because we've done it. And we will help you get through it if you need it. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101. Brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 830 on KATX. And again on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on KATX and KWBY for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton and Associates Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Kennedy Financial Services Incorporated is an independent of Calton and Associates Incorporated. Incorporated and Smart Money Group, LLC.